Hello and welcome to the Americano podcast, a series of discussions about American politics and the Trump presidency for the New Spectator USA website. I'm joined today by Dominic Green, who is our life and arts editor at Spectator USA. And we're going to be asking, has Donald Trump really gone off the rails for real this time? Dominic, everybody always says that Trump is unhinged. Everybody always says that he really seems to be losing the plot now. But it does seem in the last few days he's been wilder than ever. He's launched resentful attacks against Fox News. He has claimed that Jews who don't vote for him are disloyal. He has expressed his desire to buy Greenland and then caused a row with Denmark over that. And his tweets are stranger than normal, I think that's fair to say. What's going on? Do you think he's boiling over? It all sounds completely normal to me. I think this is Trump at his finest, which is given the, the full reign, given room to expand and, and roam widely across the major topics of the day. Because well, perhaps it is... it's that for a lot of this year, he, he actually was quite stayed by his standards. Well, yes, and I think it's because there's no single issue driving him along. And so he, he's able to drive the news agenda and, and ruminate, for instance, on buying countries and, and so on. I think my, my pet theory is it's ahead of the G7, he always likes to cause as much aggravation ahead of the G7. Uh, it's a preemptive disturbance. Yes. Yes, yes. But he, he said, I am the storm. You know, he, he prefers to be the orchestrator of this than, than to be on the receiving end. He wasn't very comfortable when, uh, say, events in Hong Kong meant he had to respond or make a statement. He looked distinctly awkward on camera compared then to announcing himself as the second coming. He looked quite confident when he did that. I feel from a bit on that because, I mean, he, he was obviously joking, which is often what happens with Trump. So he looked up at the sky and said, I am the chosen one. And now everyone going, oh, he's got a messianic yes. delusion complex. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he maybe he does in one way, but he's funny about it. Yeah, he's a master comedian. And I think this is the one thing which is easier to underestimate because of the nuclear football and all the other issues that he's responsible for, that he is uh, by far the funniest president the United States has ever had. And there was a time, of course, people said, we can't believe they've got an actor in charge, but now they've actually got a comedian, uh, which, is, which is better in many ways. I think most things he says are at once frivolous and entirely serious. In other words... It is outrageous to ask to buy Greenland without asking first if the Danes mind. But it's entirely sensible for the United States to have a controlling influence in Greenland for security and energy reasons. And it's entirely strange that Denmark, of all countries, should instead be in charge of it. Yes. And, I mean, Trump himself, there's always accusations that he's senile or that he's getting madder and madder. Um, he is quite old. Do you think he's losing his grip on his mind? I mean, he's never had great control over sort of facts and, and he, he tends to reinvent the past a little bit. But then look at, you know, look at the leading Democratic candidate, Joe Biden, who, is, who as Trump says, is forgetful Joe, who, yeah. who may be more senile. Well, I mean, Trump is the spring chicken here. He, he was yeah. 73 in June. Biden will be 77 in November and has had two brain aneurysm operations. And Bernie Sanders is staggering up at the back of the field there, 78 in September. And, you know, you wouldn't ask him to park a second-hand car at that age, let alone operate the controls of the United States. But my theory as to, as to where this anger's coming from, that he seems to have exhibited a bit in recent days, is the polling. And he, a couple of months ago, the polling was starting to look quite promising for him, as though he was sort of building into a, a good run going into 2020. But recent polls have suggested his, his personal proving is not ticking up in the way he hoped it would. And that in, if he's polled against the various Democratic candidates, that he's shown to be losing all those polls. And particularly even that those facts have come out on Fox News, which doesn't please him at all, hence the wrath 
towards Fox. Yes, and of course the economy seems to be a cause of concern. Hence uh, the wrath towards the Federal Reserve. Yeah, the fake news lamestream media is doing everything possible to create a US recession, he said this week. And really perhaps the biggest insult that he could think of, he said to Jay Powell of the Fed, which was, he's like a golfer who can't putt. Has no touch, which is which is as damning as it gets. That really. is that is that is much worse than loser, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I mean what always happens with Trump, or at least has happened since two thousand sixteen, is that he seems to be completely out of control, and then he pulls a sort of sane rabbit out of the hat, or or a kind of North Korea possible peace deal, and and he needs to pull something out the hat in the next few months, otherwise. We are starting to feel that this is a presidency that is publicly out of control, not just privately and discreetly out of control. Yes, it's always been all over the road, but is it out of steam is is the crucial question. He, he still has more than one rabbit in the hat. He's insisting that they're making ground with China. He's insisting that there's still somehow going to be an opening with Iran if they would like it. He's still making aggressive noises about pulling NATO into line in terms of spending. Again, he was quoting Greenland's defence spending this week very disapprovingly as part of his attack on Denmark, which he's now refusing to visit. So there is there is more than one thing he can do to put himself on the top of the headlines, and you never know, the economy might drift his way again. Democrats have a massive capacity for auto-destruction, which was very much on show this week, and he's doing everything he can to characterise them, perhaps unfairly, as the party of Tlaib and Omar, Mm. uh, which is not going to sell well in 2020. So he's not out yet, and he still seems to have plenty of energy, but at the moment, of course, it being the summer, not too much to direct it at. Yes. Well, it's interesting if it it is Biden that wins the nomination. Polls suggest he will, despite a lot of talk about how his campaign is collapsing. I mean, you will have two highly forgetful people who both sides suspect that he doesn't really want to do it. I mean, there's a lot of talk about how Biden's heart really isn't in it. Uh, We heard exactly the same about Trump in 2016. And we still hear today that Trump doesn't really like being president. It'll make for a very odd race. Uh, yeah, we like grumpy old men uh, yeah. when they get back. Grumpy old men too, in fact, when they get back together. And neither, neither Lemon or Walter Matter really wants to be doing it. Uh, there is something undignified about this because the whole thing takes place on television and in brightly lit HD. And, and so every line and every shaking hand is very much visible and their evident tiredness is something that is inescapable. The idea of them struggling to produce economic data out of their memories is, is going to be hilarious, in fact, because they're going to go straight to slinging mud at each other. And Biden, of course, famously has threatened to, to beat Trump up. Well, the debates will be, if it is those two, will be, I mean, awful. Trump's debates against Clinton, he really underperformed and... Biden's not a great debater, as we've already seen in the recent Democratic debates. I mean, it could be a a real car crash television, which in a way is what the Trump presidency is all about. Yes, and it will represent maybe another degree of the convergence between politics and wrestling as as the two great sports of modern American life. The spectacle of two retirees hurling personal insults at each other in front of basically the entire nation is, is, you know, it's the end. Wrestlers are usually in quite good shape, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, Dom, thank you very much for for talking about how dangerously off the road Donald Trump is again. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Americano. And I'd like to encourage you all to give us your feedback, positive comments or constructive comments only, please, to podcast at spectator.co.uk and say anything you like there as long as it's reasonably polite. 